This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll podcast. Check out this record. My name is Frank, and with me is my good buddy, Mark. Yeah, you really sucked all the air out of yourself before you started <laughs> talking, bud. You okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fine, Mark. I'm fine. Okay. So, so listen, everyone knows that they can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh-huh. Amazon Music Podcasts, and you can uh-huh. see our mugs, Mark, right here. On this one? You- yep, that one yeah. on, you- okay. on-, on YouTube right there. What, Frank? Don't forget to tell these nice people that new episodes drop every Friday-ish for their listening pleasure mm-hmm. or whatever they do with this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> and of course, they're hearing us for the first time, then they're probably not annoyed with one of our past reviews. Give us so, time. Yeah, give us time. Go check out the Greta Van Fleet review. Uh, we review records track by track. We have lots of musical discussions, spotlight episodes might even include mm-hmm. ooh, some Ooh. We've only scratched the surface, Mark. We're uh-huh. just getting warmed up, my friend. I am a little warm, yeah. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey, be sure to check out our uh, our verse series where Frank and I will duke it out on behalf of two bands or albums or song or whatever, uh, you know, in the name we decide to come up with. And uh, and basically, we can make duke it out for, uh, you know, uh, as Frank would call it, the... Um, <clears throat> Total stereo domination with Halloween around the corner. I mean, how much better can he get, oh, right? Dude, I don't even know what happened there. Like, all the oxygen got sucked out of my soul. You're right. Got a little dust in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who cleans this? Place? Oh, I clean this place. That's there you go. <laughs> so, while you're checking us out, uh, you know, make sure uh, that you're looking at our Instagram, our Facebook group. Hopefully these episodes will leave you wanting more of our musical goodness. And you heard Mark's nonsense right there, folks. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. If you have a record you want us to check out, let us know. Drop a comment where you find us. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Like, subscribe, rate, reviews, uh, rate and review. So I say this to you, Mark. Yes. Buffalo. Wings. Bills. Uh, not wings. Yeah, so well, it's not the Bills and it's not the Wings and it's not even Buffalo Springfield, Mark. Oh, we're talking about Buffalo Tom. Oh, from your hometown of Buffalo? No, not from Buffalo of Boston, Mark. How how does that make you feel? At first, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." That I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, this dude's like was like big back in the old Bean Town. How come I never heard of him?" And then I heard, and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, I get why I um, <laughs> no one I, I wouldn't expect anyone to tell me to listen to this. And I'm, I'm happy we're talking about this record because those people, uh, well, they were right not to tell me about them. And, um, you know, we're going to deal with that. So, well, <clears throat> uh, you know, there is kind of a lot to unpack here, though, Frank. I think at first I was really like, ah, this is not for me. And then I got into it and was like, no, I'm definitely sure it's not for me. But there was a lot more. <laughs> to it than I originally gave it chase because at first I was like, Oh no, this is just garbage. And I was like, no, this doesn't totally suck. And right. I, spoiler alert. It doesn't totally suck. 
<laughs> That's right. And so, so yeah. And so let's let's do a yeah. little history. So Would you? yes, absolutely. You're so crazy. friends at UMass Mark formed Woo! in 1987 by Chris's by bassist, sorry, mm-hmm. Chris Colborn, uh, drummer. Tom McGinnis and singer-songwriter Bill Janowitz. Uh, this, oh. the, the band's name was derived from the band Buffalo Springfield and the uh-huh. name of their drummer Tom. So kind of random on that, you know. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, they were the band was friends with another Massachusetts and Boston band, Dinosaur Junior, and in particular oh. frontman Jay Mascus, who helped them produce the first two albums, 1988 self-titled and 90s Bird Brain. By 1992, they signed mm-hmm. to RCA Records and released their third album that we're talking about, Mark, called Let Me Come Over. Um, and this was in the heart of the grunge era, right? And, and this album did make some, uh, some impact. Uh, now, Mark, as the resident Bostonian, right, the city stayed has... Uh-huh. Brought us some really cool acts, right? Pixies, Lemon sure. Heads, The Cars, Mission of Burrows, Dinosaur Jr., <laughs> even though Dinosaur Jr. is from, <laughs> from Amherst. Now, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to obviously mention other bands such as Aerosmith, yeah. uh, your favorite Godsmack, uh, Dropkick Murphys, of course. What up, Sully? But with that said, uh, the bands in, that, in mind that I first mentioned, why do you think uh-huh. bands in this geographical area were gravitating oh. towards this brand of rock? Yeah, so before uh, some guy uh, in Southie gives me a bunch of shit, uh, I'm not, I'm nearly 40 now. I left Boston when I was nine. So uh, don't give shit, uh, Frank, too much shit for suggesting that I'm still from Boston. But Frank, it is a great question. And I don't think it's hard to draw a line sonically from bands like the Pixies um, to the to the Lemonheads uh, and to Buffalo Tom here. I think that, you know, there's definitely a, simil- a familiar sound within it. And I don't mean uh, that in, in like a negative way at all. Cause I know that I already poo-pooed them a little bit. I don't want people to think I'm poo-pooing uh, the Lemonheads and the Pixies or, or this band. I mean, they, I will poo-poo them, but, but on the front, they're not all garbage, um, which is, I think is an important thing. Uh, sonically, there is a lot of sound here, not dissimilar to the grunge scene on the opposite coast. Now, obviously, uh, as we get into Buffalo Tom, it's far more polished than you would expect for a band uh, with the word Buffalo in their name. Um, but um, it still carries a bit of that that weight and that gravitas. I think the different scenes have a lot in common weather wise, for sure. If you look at, um, you know, kind of two port towns, you know, uh, working class backgrounds growing up in that shit. You know, it's kind of like Seattle and Boston probably aren't that different. Right. Um, you know, I mean, like, obviously there's like history and shit and like whatever, but like geographically, we're not talking about that much different. Like if you look what heroin did to the grunge scene in Seattle in the nineties and today, and what heroin's doing to Massachusetts today, <laughs> it's the exact same place, except that um, they just finally I'm, caught up. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I haven't seen the Hills here. They may have nicer Hills on the West coast. I don't know. Um <laughs> But I think these different scenes have, have a lot in common, weather-wise, of course, right? We talked about the Port Town. Um, as for why these bands happen uh, to uh, land in a relative window of the same sound, right? kind of just as seasons pass, you know, I think a lot of that has to do, again, with geographically where they are and those cold fucking winters, man. Yeah. You know, the, those bands get locked in and they end up producing either some great stuff or they kill each other or they produce, you know, something kind of terrible. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, but I think it speaks to that, like, that time in particular, the the mid-90s, the early yes. 90s of just kind of like, 
look, it's cold. It's shitty out. The world is shitty. Reagan was probably still president. Let's write some songs and make the world a better place instead of believing in the lie that is the war on crime. Uh, or drugs, or whatever. Yeah. Was yeah, it Reagan like the, the 88, of the 80s? 80 to 88, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So there you go. Yeah. yeah, so like all of the 80s. There you go. So, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so let's dive into this record now, shall we? It, uh, I didn't put these swim trunks on for nothing. Oh. Um, I don't know what that means. But we can't see them. <laughs> no. All right. So we start Where off with they? the song Staples. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd imagine longtime fans of the band probably get transported back uh, right away to the 90s with this distinctive sound. And this is what was going on at the time. Um, it, they're a three-piece band, right? So they they do give you a glimpse in this song of what they could do musically. Uh, lyrics aren't life-changing, but uh, I'm not overly annoyed by this tune. Mark, uh, what are you stapling nowadays out of curiosity? Yeah, pretty straightforward. Uh, my testicles to my leg, but mostly... <laughs> Uh, a straightforward kind of rock adult contemporary groove, right? Um, and you can hear uh, Bill Janowitz and the gang putting in a pretty solid vocal performance here. It's got a big sound for a three-piece, but it does feel right. a bit hollow. Um, I think it's meant to be a light and airy sound, but I, again, hollow. Um, lyrically, I feel like that might be harsh to call it hollow, but um, I couldn't connect with uh, any of the lyrics personally. So right. um, uh, I can see what some people would like about this. It just uh, does little to nothing for me, Frank. Well, moving on to one of their more popular songs, we have Twilight, uh, Tail Lights Fade. God, I said oh. Twilights. Anyway, oh. Tail Lights. Are you, um, are, you, uh, are you on Team Jacob or Team whatever the other guy's name is? Was I right? Was Jacob one of the names? I only remember that because it's my middle name. You're talking about actually, oh, the, the series Twilight. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the other guy's name? Well, the I know the character Edward, right? That's what you're from. Is that I don't know, am I? Is it you, Jacob and Edward? I think it's Ed. I know Edward's one of them. I forgot the other guy. He's the guy who's like he's not a bad actor now, right? Like we well, all he's he the one garbage. he's gonna be he's gonna be Batman, right? In the new Oh, that's right, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever that guy's name C- is. Cedric he was Cedric Diggory. Yeah, he was in the Harry Potters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cedric, Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory. We're not right, talking uh, about Twilight. We're talking about Taillight's Fade. So Taylor's this, Fade, this was a hit single for the band. Uh, oh. yeah, people were coining this a Depresso album or anthem. Depresso anthem. Sorry. Uh, what I'm gathering yeah, from the song <laughs> is loneliness or even someone with a potential alcohol problem. Uh, the now it's quiet time. Cappy Dick or Jesus Christ could not help my fate. I think this paints a, a dark picture. Uh, Mark, your thoughts on this song? This song reminds me of uh, another song and I, I just can't put my finger on it. It makes me kind of nuts. Plus there's a lot of like cheap rhymes that do more harm uh, to the song than good. I just really feel like uh, lyrically he's dumbing himself down with a lot of these rhymes. This is uh, what I thought that soul asylum album was going to sound like, and I don't care for it. Although I do like that soul asylum album. Right. Check so, shit. so check out our, um, <laughs> our episode, episode on hang, on hang. yeah, yeah hang, hang time good. because uh that surprised actually both of us um yeah way better good, than this record in i a mean good way yeah i think one of the lines here is i feel like a dinosaur i remember hearing that oh. in the song and i'm like hmm it feels like a dinosaur okay yeah okay. <laughs> um track three mountain of your head i i happen to dig this tune it reminds me sure. of the, the replacements or the state buddies of Buffalo Tom, the Lemonheads. Uh, I think if there was some 
uh, someone who had a sound of what maybe alternative was supposed to sound like, I think would be this. Uh, Mark, how's that mountain in your head doing there? Uh, I don't know. I, I, it sounds a lot like the last song mm-hmm. to me. I, I don't know. Lyrically, I think it's it's kind of cooler. I think he's doing a little bit more. Maybe it's just a bit faster and a little less kind of like effects on the guitar. I couldn't figure out. I know that these songs don't sound the same, but they're totally the same structure. I, I'm not sure what it is. This music isn't like, touching me uh, in any ways. Like <laughs> it's just not doing anything for me. It's fine, but it's it's never. Um, it's, it's it'd be fine if I never heard it again. I don't know. <laughs> well, we still have quite a few more tracks to go, Mark. Oh, I know. <laughs> Track four is Mineral. Uh, uh-huh. Two years later, uh, the band Mineral would cite Uncle Tom uh, as an influence. And although I I didn't find it in writing, I'm sure that's where the name Origin mm. was from. Uh, we get the acoustics first appearance here. Uh, I can't help but feel that this song sounds super dated. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's a strumming style or how the song uh, amps up on the you're so green part, but this sure does feel like a song that was written during this time. Uh, Mark? Yeah, this feels very 90s adult contemporary. Um, they should have toured with Matchbox 20 and the Google Stalls. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known who this band was when we started talking about it. Maybe they would have been bigger. I don't know. It's, it's really probably not fair to say that. Also, I don't like the band Mineral. And um, Actually, I don't I, either. My wife's going to not like hearing that, but you know, I mean, I just don't care for them. They remind me of this. It's whiny and obnoxious. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Mineral and uh, the other one built to spill. I've never, I can never get a buy-in on them for some reason. No. Yeah. Yeah. Built to spill is just a dumb name. Right. Like, why don't you, like, why don't you just tip over easy? <laughs> there you go. Oh, our name is spilled. Why were you spilled? Oh, because I was built to to fall. like. Up, <laughs> Track five is Darl. Um, bassist Chris here gets the lead vocals, and oh. there's a clear distinction between the two singers. Uh, he's got a tone similar to Matt Pryor um, or um, Mac uh, McCaughlin of Super Chunk, uh, which kind of gives the song an emo element to it. Mark, uh, did you are you feeling that as well on this song? Yeah, on the emo bit, but I, I love how kind of like 80s pop rock this was. It really surprised me. Uh, his voice, Chris, uh, really perfectly works for this sound. Um, it's got some fun energy and a, and a bit of darkness to it, too, that works for the band. I, I think this guy should have been the singer from the start, based on this track anyways. Uh, probably my favorite track so far. There you go. Well- I mean... Yeah. Well, well, track six is Larry. And, and oh. Mark, we have Larry and his brother, Darl uh-huh. and his other brother, Darl. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You know, if I can make a, a, a new heart reference, I will. So, OK, uh, a quick time for a funny story. So Darl uh-huh. sounds like Daryl. Right. So that's why uh-huh. I put Larry and his brother, Daryl and his other brother, Daryl. So uh-huh. I, too, also have a friend named Daryl. And uh-huh. my mother uh, with just always... one friend named Daryl. You don't have two friends named Daryl. No, he doesn't have a brother named Daryl. Also, oh okay. <laughs> so my mother, who 
butchers the English language and mispronounces anything mm-hmm. you give her. She was been in this country her entire life, right? entire life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My her father's from Greece. <laughs> her father is from Greece, but no, 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 no. She's been here her, in New York her entire <laughs> life. Mm-hmm. So she goes, oh, how's your, friend, how's your friend Dartle? And I said, who? I said, Ma, I said, who's Dartle? She goes, you know, your friend Dartle, Dartle. She kept saying Dartle. She's like the one in Philadelphia. I'm like, you mean Daryl? She goes, oh, yeah. I said, mom, you've never heard in your 75 plus years. You've never heard the name Daryl before. And this is what she says to me. She goes, oh, your Uncle Danny had a friend named Daryl. Did, did Uncle Danny ever call his friend Daryl <laughs> Dernal? So, so Dartle. Dartle. I mean, that's I couldn't even repeat it. It was I've never heard that before. For that one moment, she had like uh-huh. a moment of clarity, you know, and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, yeah, your Uncle Danny had a friend named Daryl said it perfectly fine in that moment. But prior, <laughs> but two minutes prior to that, saying Dartle and all these other things I couldn't even make out anyway. Right, right behind the veil. Right yeah. back behind the veil. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, forget about, about Larry. Yeah, now let's talk about Larry. So sure. Larry is another song, uh, oh. I think, that has hints of emo. Uh, this is 1992, so I'm not sure how much emphasis is being put on this part of their sound. However, I'd have to imagine that a few years later, um, they could have been packaged differently. Uh, Mark, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I don't like this song uh, kind of at all. Uh, it just doesn't do much but I, I agree with you frank and i see why some people probably would like it um it's got that nice harmony and the decent uh kind of sway to it yeah uh anyways yeah um put these guys on with like jimmy Eat world right that's up you and they yep, clean yep. up yeah um but yeah. uh these last two songs uh and and songs like those uh maybe uh yeah, yeah, I do. I Jimmy World is vastly superior than this band. <laughs> yeah, th- this is me falling asleep through another date. Is what this out like seeing this band? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Which concert was it that you fell asleep to? I forgot. Queen's right, baby. I'm raising my grab. I still have oh. no idea what that album sounds like. Other <laughs> and, until you pointed out that uh, Motley Cruel stole the opening yes, of one of their songs, yeah. I was like. God damn it. Now I have to go back and listen to Queen's Park. Uh, track seven is Velvet Roof. Uh, the it sure temp- is. Tempo changes here with this song. <laughs> However, I cannot help um, that the, the steady pace of these songs um, could really want to make you just finish these before the before they end. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Mark, uh, how is your Velvet Roof doing? It's not doing good, Frank. Um, I like the tempo change, right? I even kind of like the lyrics, but the vocals here just don't shine over any of this boring music. Uh, I dig the jam uh, with the old mouth harp there, but otherwise I wasn't feeling this at all, dude. This thing sucked. Well, track eight, I'm not there. This is Chris, the bass player on vocals again. Uh, I can't help but just be unentertained here. And it's, uh, it's really about, these last few songs are not giving me anything different uh, during their duration. There's no breakdowns, no sudden stops, no change in speeds. Mark, uh, the song is I'm not there, but I wasn't there for this one. What about you? Musically, I think there are many interesting ideas here. I wish we could have seen them unfold further, but Mm -hmm. by the time you get to the end of the track, as you mentioned, Frank, you're over it and you're like, yeah, 
I'm not here for this either, dude. <laughs> Why is this album still on? Track nine. Track nine, stymied. Uh, if I were putting this album together, I would eliminate the last two tracks and move this one up uh, two notches. Uh, we okay. get some aggression here, uh, while uh, which in the midst of these open chords, uh, which I think is welcomed, I would have liked more arrangements like this thus far on the album. Mark, are you feeling stymied? I, I liked uh, that it sounds like the beginning uh, of the album again, and that the aggression is a nice balance of those earlier tracks. Uh, I'm not crazy with the wordplay here. There isn't anything problematic. It just doesn't, or it just does nothing for me. Uh, and it feels kind of you know lazy and repetitive. <laughs> like my writing about this album review, uh, in the hopes of adding value where there just isn't any for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> well track 10 is porch light uh, another Django pop album but this packs at least a punch uh, or at least you're able to distinguish this between the other songs uh, so does it simply come down to melody and the melody that ends up sticking with you uh, I'm not sure uh, if I know Mark to be honest with you uh, but hey Mark make sure you leave your porch light on for me will you oh buddy you know I will <sighs> I'll leave the light on and the door locked oh. um <laughs> this does not have that early 90s sound, uh, or, or excuse me, alt sound, and it's perfect for what it is. Um, it's like you know how some people like eggplant, like <laughs> fucking love eggplant, and you're just like, meh. Yeah, that's me. Meh. Oh, eggplant. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Oh man, track 11, Frozen Lake uh, With a song title like Frozen Lake I expected uh -huh. more of a somber nature And less college rock of the 90s um, Not a bad song To explain the complicated nature Of this girl um, But I'm just lost right now To be honest with you, Mark What, what about you? Yeah, I, um, I hate to repeat the exact same thing About this song It, <laughs> it just sounds so formulaic To the time and sound It sounds... Uh, it's it's someone's favorite eggplant dish. Mm. Uh, and again, fuck eggplant. <laughs> well, track 12, Saving Grace. Uh, here we go. Another song that I think should have had more attention or at least used as a foundation for other songs. I really like the fast tempo. And mm -hmm. in fact, I think this is where the band shines. And live, uh, I could see this getting the crowd going. So, Mark, uh, do you know Grace? And if so, are you saving them? Uh, wait, who? I, I don't know her. Uh, um, what fucking album is this from? I'm right. gonna listen to this album, not the boring one you made me listen to. It's not <laughs> even a great song, but at least it's got its own pulse. See, uh, this would be the only song I'd want to hear live at this point, if I'm right. Being honest with you, Frank, I feel like this has a better sound for the band. Again, my eggplant ain't your eggplant. You can keep it. This thing sucks. <laughs> well, final track, Mark. Whew, frankly. Oh. Uh, Crutch. Uh, okay. a, fitting, a fitting ending to this album. And I think they deliver here the proper final tune. Uh, I'd like the imagery as you could get the feel for the weather and the city and the sky. Uh, Mark, I felt it was a good closing track. What about you? Surprisingly, this track is like a good choice for a closing track. Where, right. Like, in an album where a band just made a bunch of crap decisions, this one's like good. Uh, it's got a lot of the like angst and scattered energy that I think this album needed and like and ac 
actually quantifies the time in which this happened. I, I, I this album sucks a dick without this song. Um, I mean, now it's just sucking eggplant. So, oh, eh. there you go. Uh-huh. Well, well, Mark, that's a perfect segue into your final thoughts on this oh, record. Snap. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I didn't really like it. Um, <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, if you like that early 90s alt college rock garbage sound. There you go. Um, you want to feel okay about wearing flannel and listening to sad Gen Xers? then this is the album for you. It just doesn't speak to me at all. I wish the sound of the record wasn't so so airy, airy, you know, because it does give the band, I mean, honestly, it sounds hollow. I know that they're a three-piece, and Frank and I were in a three-piece. We know how difficult it is to fill that sound, right? To really make a presence. And I can't help but feel like they went for less is more and gave us less is less. Um, it's still better than Foo Fighters. It's still better than Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> Four out of ten uh, for effort, but not enough. There you go. Um, so with an album's uh, title such as "Let Me Come Over," you're expecting like this yearning component of the songs to be there. There's mm-hmm. a somber theme, absolutely. There's an isolation theme and a theme of wanting what you can't have. Uh, I think there are some strong numbers on here, and it shows that the band does have the ability to rock out and hang with those. Uh, during those contemporaries during their time uh there are maybe a few tunes in here that just fall into like the excess of the time where albums had to act as these really novels where today's bands maybe have more freedom that they could make an album with only eight or nine songs and then put it out um in this case it's not the amount of songs though but it's the fact that someone didn't step in and declare most of this the uh, most of the middle like b-side town like at the end of the day like um, i yeah. i would really like to know who who okayed a lot of this uh, um i am sure happy we dug into this so we could see uh, what this band is and was all about uh would i say it's my favorite record no would i say that this band should be more well known i mean i i i would say yes that maybe more people should know about them uh so i give this record a five and a half out of ten mark oh generous mm. mm-hmm I'm always a little lighter than you are on these. Well, I mean, ah, hey, look, I'm not mostly invested in these guys, right? Like, I get yeah. no, I, I just call them as I see them, you know, especially with no <laughs> attachment. It, it becomes easy to go like, that is true. I got, I got to tell you, don't care. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I hear you. I hear you. So, so the game we're going to play, Mark, is uh-huh. called Ooh. Boston and Buffaloes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to. <laughs> Don't hate me. I'm going to, you have 10, uh, 10 questions here. Five of them are Boston related. Uh-huh. And the other um, five are Buffalo related in the context that there are other bands out there, obviously with animals and their names. And okay. you're going to guess what they are. Okay. Are you ready? I'm, I guess so. We, we have to be. I mean, I have no idea what you're asking me for, but let's do it. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. So this is from the Boston section of your. Okay. All right. So Mark, true or false, the Boston Fire Department is the oldest in the United States. Uh, True. Ding, ding, pal. You're right. All right. I'll take that. Okay. Chalk one up, pal. Uh Uh-huh. So this is part of the Buffalo section. Are you ready? Buffalo, I don't. (laughs) So, Mark, this English rock band formed in London in 1963, spawned the careers of famous guitarists such as Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, and Eric Clapton. 
the Yardbirds. Yes, tingling lingy. All right. All yeah. right. You feeling this? You feeling this? Mm-hmm. I mean, so far, so good. All right. Next, back to Buffalo, uh, Boston. My apologies. True or false, okay. Mark? The first pizzeria in the United States opened in Boston in 1895. True or false? I got to say false to that, right? You're right, because it's New York City. Damn. Oh, three yeah, for I three. A, I mean, come on now. Hey, look. Uh, 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 I'm, uh, I'm proud enough of where I'm from with that. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get beat up for pe- stealing pizza. <laughs> All right, Mark. This is from the Buffalo section. Uh-huh. Pop Boogie Rock. Band uh-huh. was formed in '67 in LA and is known for their hits "Joy to the World" and "Mama Told Me Not to Come." Mama told me not to come, and it's named after a band or an animal. But yeah, there's an animal in the name. <sighs> Mama Joy to the world, oh, um, boys and girls. It's the bullfrog, right? It's um. Joy to the people. Deep blue sea. Sea. Oh, so my mother is screaming at her iPhone right now. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I know this. Um, I don't know it. Tell me. Three Dog Night. Ah, it's okay. That's the first one you got wrong. They got, a, they, got a, they got a song about a frog, though, right? Is that the Jeremiah was a bullfrog? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There of. you go. There you Which go. was wrong, but I mean, it was right. But, all right, go there ahead. All right, Mark. This is from the Boston section. Okay. Okay. Could you name America's first subway that's built in Boston? Can you name it? Um, is it the T? Is oh, say that again. The T. T. Now, the- I'm uninformed right here, but you're probably right because it's called the Tremont Street Subway. So is that the T? I'm assuming. T? I, mean, I don't. I don't I'm, but I know. Hey, I've lived hey, there for thirty years. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. got it right. I'm gonna say you got it right. Thank you. It's a good job, Mark. You really all my it. family up there is like screaming and yelling. That's not they don't listen. <laughs> uh, this one's gonna be fun, Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is for the Buffalo section. So uh-huh. this glam metal band has made its way to being the butt of a lot of our jokes. Uh, they mm-hmm. basically have one hit, and they were on a recent Geico commercial. A recent Geico commercial. It's got to be uh, 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 Great White. Is that your final answer? Oh no! Wait, we did an episode on them, and it's not great. White. It's um... no, no. We did do an episode on them, but we always talk about oh, how, how crappy oh. they are. It's not Def Leppard because you like Def Leppard. It's um. Round and round. Oh, is it Rat? Yes, remember? Oh, okay, they, they got yeah. a rat. They got a rat problem. That's oh, rot, rot, rot. Right, right, right. All right, all right. Thanks for giving me that one. What's the next question? All right, this is part of the Boston section. Ooh, Mark Boston, not Washington D.C., was the first capital of the United States. True or false? False. It was Philadelphia. Dingling a ding dong. Oh, look at me not knowing my Boston history. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, Mark. This is part of the Buffalo section. Ooh, so, hit me. This Richmond, VA metal band was formed in '94. Originally, they were called Burn the Priest, and they're considered a significant member of. The newer wave of American heavy metal. Is it Lamb of God? You're right. No. I just wasn't sure of where they were from. I thought it was that. Oh my kind god. Of weird southern area. Yeah. I actually don't know anything about them. Are they good? When I mean they're kind of cool. Whatever. It's not my thing, but like it's cool. But like I, I'm just thinking, like, if they're from like did you say they're from Richmond? Richmond, where? yeah. 
So like the idea that like they grew up down the street from like Tim Barry and Avail is kind of like know. super cool to me. I know. Like, yeah. Pretty and cool. I once read an article that uh, one of the dudes from Lamb of God said that Kurt Hammett of Metallica uh, smoked shitty weed. <laughs> okay, there you go. I, I read that in an article once. <laughs> Amazing. Uh-huh. 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 All right, Mark, your last Boston question. Okay, give it to me. Chocolate chip cookies are native to Massachusetts. True or false? Native to Ma- I would say false. Uh, it's true. What? How can be? How can cookies be native? Chocolate, chocolate chip cookies. All right. I mean, I'm like the fattest Bostonian, you know, and like, <laughs> I didn't even know the cookie question. I mean, are you the a cookie fan? I, I, I don't know if you've I, <laughs> I, I've been known to enjoy a cookie or two. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but that's true. They were created by accident in 1930. Um, and oh, we spilled too many chocolate chips in the batter. Yeah, the Toll House Inn and and Whitman, Massachusetts. So, mm. all right, that's the last of the Boston questions, and the oh. last of the Buffalo question Good is me. this band that I cannot stand uh, got mm-hmm. kicked off the tour with ZZ Top in '91 when lead singer Chris Robinson wanted the audience to warn them about the dangers of commercial uh, commercialism uh, while their tour was supported by Miller Beer. So, Chris Robinson. Oh my God, what band? Is, oh my God. Um, what's a? Is this the jerk who named his kid Apple? What's that band? Uh, no, 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 no. That doesn't have an animal in the name. Um, <laughs> what's it? Chris what? Robinson. Chris Robinson. Robinson. Oh, it's the Winnie the Pooh band. It's obviously the Winnie the Pooh band. Christopher Robin, <laughs> obviously. Christopher. I, I have no idea who, what this is. It's that stupid band, the Black Crows. Ah. Sorry. Hey. Hey, man, you got I clearly so- forgot about him. Seven out of ten, buddy. You're good. Hey, see where I come from, baby. Woo-hoo. So, Mark, that was fun. Why don't you tell oh. everyone what we have planned next week? Absolutely. So, um, I, I hope you guys like this because Frank and I are going to play another game of uh, uh, check out this Jeopardy, uh, and in which Frank will pick out the album we we listen to next week through a uh, random weird clues that I have written. You oh, ready, boy. Frank? Oh boy, born ready, okay. pal. Born All ready. Right. Number one, meanwhile, in the 90s, okay. number two, T-ball, number three, you don't look a day over 40, and number four, albums people really think we should know, but we don't. I'm going to say we don't look a day over 40, please. Oh, you are going to like this record, sir. Oh, the lead singer of this band had to fight to keep the record company from raising the price of of the albums to nine dollars and ninety eight cents, a full dollar more than the average album was selling in 1981. I don't know how much of the Jeopardy theme I can hum before they'll sue us. <laughs> you got any guesses? Um, let's see. Is this? You will need some for your bunghole. 
Desitin? No! Come on! <laughs> Preparation H? No. <laughs> um, I need to find God. You said 81, right? I said 81. Yeah, I don't know. What is it, pal? Oh, my God, Frank. It's 1981's Hard Promises by Tom Betty. Oh, my gosh. How did you not? I mean, I mean, I could guess why you didn't pick that up. How the fuck would you know that he had to fight to get records raised a dollar or not raised a dollar? But Hard Promises, 1981. Ooh. This is when they were writing all the songs for Stevie Nicks. This was a really sexy time. Yeah. 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 So, OK, totally, totally amped about this album first of all i yeah. think i think it's an underrated one in his catalog mm-hmm. I can't, wait, can't wait to talk about it uh jimmy Iveen is around this time obviously he's the mm-hmm. one who's really being the person um but behind kind of the the scenes especially on damn the Tor- torpedoes yep. he start jimmy Iveen starts dating stevie nicks and then that's what leads them to introducing to tom petty and forming that relationship and things of that nature so oh man this is this is gonna be awesome yeah, this will be a fun one, right? Like, look, yeah. this will be a, a, an album Frank and I both really dig. We both love Tom Petty. Thus, my you will need some of this for your bunghole. You need some TP. Some Tom uh, Petty for your bunghole. Oh, um, that's what it is. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Uh, Frank and I uh, have both enjoyed our last dance with Mary Jane, uh, or at least Frank has. Um, uh, so this should be a fun one. That's not on this album. That's on the greatest hits for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, this, but, is, uh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Yeah. Cool, man. I'm so stoked for that one. Spoiler alert. I'm going to like it already. So, yeah. yeah, Next week, (laughs) Tom Petty's Hard Promises. Uh, Look, I just just came up with that so that I could play Tom Petty games. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so um, much. Checking out, uh, you know, the entire episode and and the podcast and and all that stuff. Um, Like, subscribe, rate, review. Most importantly, be safe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, if if you would, please, uh, will you say it with me now? <clears throat> oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. Oh, bye-bye. Oh, the recording has ended. You got to stop doing your podcast now. Oh, it's up late. We got to go to bed. You got school in the morning, young man. <laughs>